Chapter 21 Story of Three Persons Once H.V. Thakur saw near Belgaum a Kannada saint named Appa He told Thakur to read the holy book of Vichara Sagar and predicted that late he would be transferred to north and would come across a great saint After some time when Thakur was transferred to Junnar he had to cross the Nainigat hills riding a buffalo that gave him immense pain shortly he was promoted and posted to kalyan there he acquainted with nana chandodkar and on his advice came to shirdi baba told him the path here is not that easy as the kannada saints preaching or nainigat buffalo ride thus he demonstrated that he was omniscient When Mr Anandrao Patankar from Pune prostrated before Baba he told a story a fisherman came here a horse also came in front of him and defecated nine balls of excreta the fisherman eagerly spread his cloth and collected them Patankar was at a loss to know the meaning Dada Kelkar who was nearby told him that Baba seems to have meant nine methods of devotion when next day Patankar came to masjid Baba asked him whether he had collected the nine balls a lawyer from Pandarpur came prostrated before Sai Baba and offered dakshina Baba remarked how conceited people are elsewhere they abuse us but come here and offer dakshina When earlier Nulkar the magistrate of Pandarpur used to come to Shirdi for cure from diseases the lawyers used to meet in the bar room and ridicule him this lawyer accepted that he was one among them bow to shri sai peace be to all Chapter 22 Protection from Snakes On the way to Chithale Baba Saheb Mirkar came for Baba's darshan Baba told him thus Do you know our Dwarka Mai This is our Dwarka Mai She prevents all dangers and sorrows for those children who sit on her lap This Dwarka Mai is extremely kind She saves her devotees from the great dangers Once a person sits on her lap all his troubles and sorrows will come to an end then after giving udi he added do you know the lamba bhava he made a gesture like a hooded cobra how cruel he is but what can he do when dwarkamai is here to protect that night when mirkar was sitting in the maruti temple at chitale a snake climbed the angavastra spread on his lap and moved ahead it was immediately killed and thus dwarkamai sai saved mirkar one day an astrologer told buti that the day was very inauspicious for his life when he rattled buti came to masjid baba told him let us see how death comes near you that evening when buti went to answer nature's call a snake neared him but in time retreated and escaped amir shakar who came for cure from rheumatism stayed in the chawdi on the direction of baba one night when baba was also sleeping there he shouted o oh, abdul a ghost is dashing on my bed
and struck his chatka on the floor. When Abdul came with the light, he saw a snake coil near Amir's bed and it was once killed. Thus Baba saved Amir. One night, Hemad Panth, after witnessing an encounter with a snake in his room in Dikshitwada, in which it escapes, had a heated discussion when he insisted that snakes should be killed. The other man differed. Next day, when they came to Masjid, Baba said, God lives in all lives. He is a great puppeteer of the world. Unless he decides, nobody and nothing can harm a person. God is the sole protector of all. Bow to Shri Sai. Peace be to all. Chapter 23 Yoga and Onion Once when a yoga practitioner came with Nana to the masjid, Baba was eating bread and onion. The practitioner thought that how could a person eating onion and stale bread guide him in yoga methods. Immediately, Baba looked at Nana and said, Nana, only they should eat onion who can digest it. That is, the tamasic qualities of onion. The stunned practitioner of yoga fell at Baba's feet. One day, a poisonous snake bit Shama in his little finger and he ran to the masjid to seek Baba's abaya, his sole refuge. Baba on seeing him shouted, O wretched Brahmin, do not climb up. Get down, get down, go off. Shama was crestfallen and gave up all hopes of survival. In a short time, Baba called him up and said, Do not be afraid, do not have an iota of worry. The merciful Fakir will protect you. Be courageous, do not be afraid. Believe me. Shama was completely cured. It turned out that the initial outburst was an order to the cobra's poison not to get mixed with blood and climb up, but to get down and go off. A cobra is believed to be in a cursed Brahmin. Once, when cholera was persistent at Shirdi, superstitious people did not allow carts carrying firewood near the masjid. Baba went ahead himself and brought a cart of firewood to the masjid. One day, someone brought an emaciated goat to the masjid. Baba directed Bade Baba and Shama respectively to kill it. Both refused. Then he asked Kaka Dikshit to do the job. Kaka, a Brahmin to the core, would not do any harm to even insects, got ready to kill the goat with a sickle raised. Baba asked him how a Brahmin in him agreed to kill the goat when Bade Baba, a Muslim, refused. Kaka said, Your nectar-like words are law unto us. We do not want to debate or scrutinize your orders. We obey only you day and night. Then Baba said that he would do the killing and ask the goat to be taken out. Instantly it dropped down dead. Bow to Sri Sai. Peace be to all. Chapter 24 Baba and Humor we will not succeed in our endeavors unless we surrender our ego at the lotus feet of our Guru. 
we get comfort in this life and after worshiping sai once one himad pant was massaging the feet of baba he showed some grains in the folds of his coat and said playfully that he was in the habit of eating edibles alone himad pant feels that it would not have been impossible for baba to have materialized the grains himad pant vigorously denied baba's charge baba immediately remarked that if no one was around when one should remember baba he will remove the evil tendencies himad pant narrates incidentally how sudama ate groundnuts alone without offering to lord krishna and in his later years became extremely poor once a very old lady named mavisi bai and an elderly devotee called ana sina sin sanikar were massaging together baba's back and hands respectively and baba was moving his body left and right in the process at one point the face of ana very came very near the old lady and she lightly commented oh this ana wants to kiss me an outraged ana started a vigorous quarrel baba said sweetly ana what wrong a child does in kissing its mother and all became peaceful this lady was once massaging baba's stomach vigorously and some devotees cried to her that such action would hurt baba immediately an angry baba got up fixed one end of his chatka in his navel and the other end on the pillar and started violently embracing the pillar with both hands it appeared that the stick would pierce his stomach and entirely get into him then he became peaceful baba appeared to indicate that nothing can hurt him and also to advise that one should not interfere in the service of other devotees to him bow to shri sai peace be to all chapter 25 business ventures of damu anna he who gets complete devotion on sai all his dangers and miseries are wiped out and his welfare is looked after by baba once damu anna of ahmednagar with the intention of making huge profit by trading in cotton as per his friend's advice wrote to shama to seek the opinion of baba even before the letter was opened baba remarked sait has gone mad he wants to conquer the skies he is not content with what god has provided him when this was informed damu came in person and while massaging baba's feet silently thought that if baba agrees in his proposition he could give a share of profit to him immediately baba exclaimed hey i never get entangled in these things damu dropped that business proposal again he went to trade in grains but baba predicted that he would buy at the rate of 5 sears a rupee and sell at 7 sears a rupee damu dropped that proposal also in short it was proved that cotton and grains market crashed and damu was saved by baba as he trusted him one day baba gave four mangoes to damu and told him to give it to his wife assuring him four children the prediction came true baba used to say believe me even after my passing away the bones in my tomb will assure you faith and courage 
to those who surrender to me my tomb will speak and move with them do not worry that i am not amidst you my bones will discuss about your welfare trust in me i shall act tremendously even from my tomb let us get insatiable desire in our tongue to utter your name so prays hemad pant to baba baba once said that all the flowers in a mango tree do not turn into mangoes only a few do so likewise only a few people who come here to baba get benefit from him by narrating how baba after his mahasamadhi got him back the diamond nose stud the very next day of its loss damu narrates that baba protects his devotees intensely even after shedding his mortal coils bow to shri sai peace be to all Chapter 26 Pant Pitale and Ambedkar We should wash the lotus feet of Baba with our tears of joy apply love the sandal paste dress him with truth and faith offer eight folded thoughts as eight lotus flowers submit the fruit of single minded attention smear him with aromatic powder of devotion and adorn his head with the cloth of affection so writes Himar Pant When Mr Pant from Bombay came with his wife and son for darshan the boy had fits in the presence of baba and the mother loudly wailed citing allegories like temple failing on the devotee a cow escaping from tiger only to fall into the hands of the butcher etc baba assured her that the boy would be well soon and it was proved so before their departure baba gave pitali three rupees and told him to worship them he also said that he had earlier given him two rupees on coming back home pitale was wondering when baba could have given him two rupees his aged mother recalled that when pitale's father took him as a little boy to akkalkot maharaj a famous saint the saint gave him two rupees and those two rupees which were worshiped were later lost Pitale was stunned at the omniscience of Baba. Having been buffeted by innumerable problems, Ambedkar, a devotee from Pune, came to Shirdi. When he sat on the edge of a well with the intention to commit suicide, suddenly from the nearby hotel, Mr. Sagun came to him with a biography on Akkalkot Maharaj and asked him to read it. When Ambedkar opened the book at random a leela of the saint was found to indicate that once a devotee of Maharaj unable to bear his physical ailment jumped into a well but instantly the Maharaj himself appeared there pulled him out and advised that the results of the past deed should be atoned and suicide would not provide relief Ambedkar was moved by Sai's silent grace in saving him from suicide later he became a successful astrologer and amassed good wealth bow to shri sai peace be to all chapter 27 glory of shri vishnu sahasranamam many ramadasi devotee of rama stayed for some time in shirdi 
His daily routine was to read Ramayana and Sri Vishnu Sahasranamam in the masjid. One day Baba sent to him to the market to get him some sina seeds saying that he had acute stomach pain. Once he left Baba took his Sri Vishnu Sahasranamam book and gave it to Shama. Shama was afraid of the wrath of the Ramadasi. Baba however insisted and said, "Shama, this book is very useful. Once when I had a dangerous palpitation, I kept this on my chest and Lord Hari himself descended from this book to save me. Read slowly at least one name a day. The inner meaning is that if one keeps Lord Vishnu's name at heart, nothing can harm him." When the Ramadasi returned and heard the development he was charged with anger and sprang on Shama for a quarrel Baba told him that there was no use of calling himself a Ramadasi because a true Ramadasi would have equanimity and not ego and silenced him Once Baba gave a book titled Geeta Rahasya written by Lokamanya Tilak with 1 rupee to Shri Jog Mr Karpade a famous lawyer stayed with his wife for 7 months at Shirdi that lady would bring daily variety of food and baba would take them with relish one day she brought sansa a sweet dish from the wheat floor and baba almost devoured it eagerly shama protested that baba was partial to that lady and asked him to justify his special preference for her preparation Baba said that in previous births that lady had born as a cow a kshatriya a brahmin lady and served him very faithfully and as he saw her now after a long passage of time he was thrilled and consumed her preparations then baba sat in his seat the lady started massaging his feet while baba himself pressed her hands affectionately and advised her that if she went on repeating raja ram raja ram she would get immense peace of mind devotees were thrilled on seeing the lord and the devotee serving each other let us also take delight by serving our lord sai mentally bow to shri sai peace be to all Chapter 28 Devotees wire pulled to Shirdi Baba often used to say however far my man be even if he's 3000 miles away he will be pulled to Shirdi as a sparrow dragged by the thread tied to its feet Lala Lakshmichand this man in Bombay had a dread in 1910 in which he saw a saint standing surrounded by devotees From a photo in Das Ganu's Kirtan session he realized that this was Sai Baba who came in his dream he borrowed 15 rupees from his uncle Amarwari gathered a few friends and singing bhajan all through the night reached Shirdi when he prostrated before Baba in the masjid Baba said affectionately conceited fellow sings bhajan en route what is the need to come to darshan even borrowing money from the Marwari is the heart satisfied now on the third day lala had some back pain and was hungry while at the masjid also felt at heart that it would be nice if sansa was distributed as prasad 
Baba directed that Sansa be prepared for the Naivedya that day. Looking at Lala, he said, Eat Sansa for hunger. Apply some balm for the back pain. That night, during Chavadi procession, Baba was tormented by cough. Lala thought that it might be due to the evil eyes. Next morning, when he came to the masjid, Baba remarked that yesterday he suffered from cough and if it could be that someone's evil eyes were working on him. Lady from Baharanpur Once a lady at Baharanpur had a dream in which Baba was asking her for khichdi. She came to Shirdi and waited for a fortnight, but no occasion came to serve khichdi. Having lost her patience on the 15th day, she forced her entry with khichdi into the masjid after curtains were drawn for Baba's lunch. That day, Baba ate only khichdi. Mega Hari Vinayak Sate sent this Brahmin, who was his cook, to Shirdi. The simple-hearted village rustic came with hesitation as to how a Brahmin could prostrate before a Muslim in a masjid. When he entered the masjid, Baba shouted, Kick away that rascal! You will lose your purity if you enter here. That brainless sahib has sent this fool here. In due course of time, Mega became one of the most ardent devotees of Baba. To bring Bilwa leaves for Baba worship, he would walk miles daily. He would first go for worship in all the temples in Shirdi, then wash the feet of Sai at the masjid and drink that holy water. Once, during Makara Shankranti, he wanted to bathe Baba, his Shiva, with holy waters and hence walked in all 24 miles to bring a pot of water of river Gomati despite strong objection by Baba. At last, Baba conceded to his pleas but told him to put water only on his head. But the emotionally charged Mega shouted Har Har Gange and poured water all over his body. Lo, not a drop fell on Baba's body, only the head was drenched. One day at dawn, Mega dreamt that Baba entered his room, cast Akshatas and told him, to draw a trishul in his room. He woke up and saw Akshatas but the door was locked from inside. When he went with doubt to the masjid, Baba told him that no door was a bar to his entry and directed him to draw a trishul in his room. Next day when Mega was at the masjid, a devotee from Bombay came to Baba and submitted a shivalingam. Baba told Mega, see Shankar has come. Mega drew Trishul in his room and Baba installed the Shivalingam to his big portrait in that room. After serving Baba for years, in 1912, Mega attained Shivaloga Prapti, reached the lotus feet of Lord Shiva. Baba termed him as his true devotee, covered his body with flowers, joined the funeral procession and wailed loudly like ordinary worldly persons. On the 13th day, the Baba fed Brahmins at his own cost. Bow to Sri Sai. Peace be to all. Chapter 29 Bhajan Troop from Madras A Bhajan Troop from Madras on its way to pilgrimage to North India came with greed to Shirdi on the hearsay that the saint there gave visitors bountiful of money. 
But the senior lady in the troupe was honest and saw the vision of Sri Rama in Sai repeatedly in the masjid and went into ecstasy. Her husband disbelieved this as hallucination and ridiculed her. One night he had a dream which was thus. He is in jail and Baba stands outside the prison bars. Suddenly a loud thud is heard and he sees policemen in a pool of blood. Baba remarks, "Now you are well entrenched in this crime." He weeps and begs Baba to rescue him. Immediately he is out of jail and prostrates before Baba. He says that his earlier prostrations were for money, but the present one was on his realization of Baba as God. Then at his request Baba shows him his guru Ramadas. The man remarks that Baba appears to be old. Baba challenges him to join in a race and starts running. Immediately he disappears in the cloud of dust emanating from his feet. The dream ended and the man's greedy attitude changed. They stayed for a few more days enjoying the darshan of Baba and completed the rest of the pilgrimage without any hurdle. Astrologers told the son of Shrimati Tendulkar of Bombay that come what may he would not get through his examinations that year. Baba assured that he would get through and it happened so. The father of the said boy took voluntary retirement with a meager pension of rupees 75. Baba told his wife in a dream that he desired that the pension should be raised to 100. orders came raising the pension to 110 once baba appeared in the dream of captain hate at bombay and exclaimed have you forgotten me he immediately sent by money order 12 rupees to a friend at shirdi indicating that 10 rupees be spent on vegetables and 2 rupees for puja items that day all wondered when baba ate only vegetables bow to shri sai peace be to all Chapter 30 Kakaji Vaidya We do not know what devotion is but we know for sure that Sai Baba will not forsake us at any cost Vaidya Kakaji Vaidya who was the priest in the Saptashringi temple at Vani in Nasik taluk was tormented by miseries he prayed to the devi who came in his dream and asked him to go to Baba He went to Trimbakeshwar and stayed for a fortnight worshipping Shiva with Vedic rituals but there was no abatement of troubles again the devi came in his dream and said that she meant Shirdi Sai Baba and not Trimbakeshwar Baba now Vaidya's worry was how to go to Shirdi meantime at Shirdi Baba told Shama that he could not accept the many unfulfilled vows of his mother to Saptashringi and hence Shama should go personally to Vani and complete those vows. Shama came to Vaidya of Vani. Should one explain the joy of the Vaidya? After fulfilling vows for which Shama came, both reached Shirdi. Vaidya had blissful days at Shirdi and his troubles came to an end. Kushal Chand One day Baba directed Kaka Dikshit to go in a horse drawn carriage to Rahata and bring Kushal Chand to Shirdi 
There at Rahata, Kushal Chand had a dream in which Baba was calling him to Shirdi. What a wonder! Ramlal In Bombay, one Ramlal had a dream in which a saint beckoned him for his darshan. He was not knowing who that saint was. That evening, when he was strolling in the road in a wayside shop, he saw the portrait of Sai and came to know that the saint who beckoned him in his dream was Sai Baba of Shirdi. He came to Shirdi and had the bliss of the darshan of Baba. Thus, Baba pulled a lot of devotees to Shirdi. Bow to Sri Sai. Peace be to all. Chapter 31 Abhaya at the Time of Death Lord Krishna says that the thought that one entertains at the moment of death shapes his afterlife state. Our omniscient Baba will certainly guide his devotees appropriately when their hour of departure comes. On his way to pilgrimage of Manasasarovar, Saint Vijayananda from Madras came to Shirdi. There, on hearing from Somdev Swami the various hurdles on the Himalayan route to Manasasarovar, he abandoned his planned trip. When he came for Baba's darshan, he shouted, Chuck this good-for-nothing sannyasi out. His association is fruitless. The saint anyway stayed back. When he got a letter from Madras that his mother's condition was serious, he came to Baba seeking permission to leave Shirdi. Baba, who knew the past and the future of all, said thus, Why did you take to sannyas if you have such a strong attachment to your mother? Your past store of good deeds is immense and hence you came here. There are a lot of thieves in the Vada. You are to be their first pray. Pray. Be alert. Perform three saptah of the Srimad Bhagavatam. You will get peace. The saint took up the saptah, reading in seven days of Bhagavatam. He completed two rounds. During the course of the third saptah, he laid his head on the lap of Bade Baba and breathed his last. Baba advised Balaram Mangar to go to Machendra Ghat and practice meditation. Mangar felt that Baba was banishing him from Shirdi. One day, Baba appeared in the flesh and blood before Mangar at Machendra Ghat and said, You think that I am in Shirdi alone. Now find yourself whether I am just a man of three and a half cubits. So saying, he vanished into thin air. Later, when Mangar was desperate to get a rail ticket from Pune to Dadar, a nomad wearing only a loin cloth came to him unsolicited, gave a ticket to Dadar and without taking money, vanished. Who could that nomad be except Baba? Nulkar, a magistrate from Pandarpur, vowed himself that he would go to Baba's darshan only when he got a good Brahmin cook and nice Nagpur oranges to be offered to Baba. That very night, a cook came to him and also received a basketful of Nagpur oranges. The sender of the oranges remained mysterious. Till his end, Nulkar remained at Shirdi. When his hour came, Vedas were recited and holy water used for washing Baba's feet was poured into his mouth. Seven days before Mahasamadhi of Baba, an ailing tiger was brought up the steps of Masjid to the holy presence of Baba. 
Baba looked at its eyes and the tiger swiled its tails struck the floor thrice with that and breathed its last instantly Bow to Sri Sai peace be to all Chapter 32 Importance of Guru Once Baba narrated an event which was an allegory He and three others were searching for truth A vanjari once who resides in forest and sells salts came and told them not to venture into the forest without a proper guide and offered food The other three persons pursuing the path of work yoga and wisdom brushed his advised aside and roamed in the forest searching truth and lost their lives Baba listened to Vanjari's advice and took the food offered by him At that instant his guru appeared before him tied him upside down into a well and went away When the guru returned after 4 hours Baba was in a state of bliss The moral of the story is guru in some form is a must one should not reject the food offered with love search for god with hunger is no use the demand of the sense organs should be diverted to the opposite direction from the present one once when shrimati gokale came to shirdi with the intention of fasting baba told her to go to dada kelkar's house prepare puran poli which is a sweet dish serve all and eat herself moderate food is essential for mind health and god realization baba used to say should my children fast on shimka a holy day i will not consent baba once said that when he was a boy he was a weaver and earned many times more than his colleagues he added that what gave what god gave was permanent and not what man doled out bow to shri sai peace be to all Chapter 33 Greatness of Udi Baba profusely gave udi to all sometimes while sitting in front of the duni he used to sing sweetly playful rama playful rama come come bring udi sax full while spiritually udi is an indication that everything would end up in ashes in real life it was conferring the devotees health prosperity riddance from sorrow and worry Once a scorpion stung a friend of Narayan Jani since there was no udi of baba at that time he applied the ashes from an incense stick kept before baba's photo and uttered the name of baba the pain immediately subsided nana chandodkar once heard on his way to thane railway station that his friend's daughter at a faraway place was suffering from bubonic plague He had no udi of sai at that time. He immediately picked up the dust from the road, uttered the holy name of Baba and applied it on his wife by his side. Later, it came to know that at the same time the plague bulbs on the body of his friend's daughter sub- subsided. One day, Sai Baba summoned one Ramgir Pua who was on his way to Kandesh 
gave him a pocket of udi and copy of his famous aarti song by akhtar and told him to give them to nana chandodkar at jamner ramgir asked as to how he could go beyond jalgaon to jamner as he was having just 2 rupees only baba merely said that god would make all arrangements when a worried ramgir got down at jalgaon station wondering how to go to jamner a trimly dressed peon came shouting who is ramgir bua of shirdi and took ramgir to a superb coach on the way he gave ramgir nice tiffin and told him not to bother about his caste as he was a hindu garhwal kshatriya at dawn the outskirts of jamner ramgir got down to answer calls of nature when he returned he found the coach horses and the coach driver vanished without a trace by inquiring around he came to nana's home and gave the udi etc given by baba at that moment nana's daughter in labor was in a critical condition when the udi was given to her and aarti was sung there was a safe delivery when ramgir thanked nana for coach and food nana stood aghast because neither he knew of ramgir's visit nor he had sent anyone to the station narayan rao fell sick after baba's mahasamadhi in his dream baba came out of a cellar and assured him that gradually he would improve and he would be cured completely in a week's time it happened so in 1917 appa sahib kulkarni started worshiping baba's picture worshiping baba's picture is as good as having his physical darshan when a saint named balabwa sudar came to shirdi in 1917 baba told that he knew that person for the last 4 years sudar remembered prostrating before baba's portrait in bombay 4 years ago once when kulkarni was not in town a fakir resembling baba came to his house and his family and gave the fakir 1 rupee Kulkarni who had to return back from Bhiwandi cancelling his journey as his horse fell ill remarked that the fakir should have been sai had he been there he would have given him 10 rupees though he was hungry he searched for the fakir throughout the town in vain later when he took his lunch and came out in the street the fakir himself came in front the fakir repeatedly insisted on dakshina and took rupees 10 from kulkarni and left in 1917 one haribau karnik gave 1 rupee as dakshina to baba in the masjid and when he climbed again the steps to give one more rupee to baba shama gestured him to leave when on his way to bombay karnik went to kalarama temple as at nashik narsingh maharaj a saint who resided in that temple suddenly sprang up caught hold of the wrist of karnik and said give me my one rupee thus we know that baba is the indweller of all and all saints are one those who are fortunate to get the udi of baba should after bath apply it on the forehead and eat a little in a glass of water bow to shri sai peace be to all Chapter 34 Condensation of Karma Curing of Dr Pillai's ailment 
At Malegaon, a doctor's nephew was ailing with the incurable tuberculosis. The doctor and his fellow doctors failed in their attempt to cure and the boy was at the end of the tether. When his parents brought him to the holy feet of Baba, he remarked, "He who takes refuge in the masjid shall not suffer in this life or after. Now, be rid of the worry." The boy was cured with the administration of udi alone. The doctor also came to Baba and enjoyed the blessings. An ardent devotee by name Dr. Pillai was suffering from guinea worms in the leg. Since the pain was unbearable and no cure was in sight, the doctor told Kaka to request Baba to apportion the agony to 10 births and cure him. Baba was moved on hearing this and said, "Why should he suffer for 10 births? Saints are meant to confer happiness in this life and after." bring him here on somebody's shoulders we will labor and cure him in 10 days when the doctor was brought accordingly baba said pray allah always he alone will protect you now rest here a crow will come and peck at the wound and you will be all right he rested by baba's side at that time abdul who was rearranging the lamps on the wall of the masjid inadvertently stepped on the wound of the doctor and all the worms and pus came out in one go the doctor who wailed loudly asked baba whether a crow also would come and peck baba replied no crow will come abdul is the crow and gave the udi in 10 days the doctor was completely cured Once Baba sent Udi to the sister-in-law of Shama who was suffering from fever and bubonic plague. Next morning Shama found her normal and preparing tea. An aged man was suffering from kidney stones and was mortally afraid to undergo surgery. When Baba's udi was given with mixed in water the stone came out in 5 minutes. One Kayasta caste lady was struggling with pain due to the child getting across the uterus. When Baba's udi was given in water, she had easy delivery immediately. But as per its fate, the child was born dead. Bow to Sri Sai. Peace be to all. Chapter 35 Baba being probed Kaka Mahajani's friend came with the determination that he would not bow before Baba and give dakshina On his entering the masjid Baba exclaimed in Marathi Ka yaveji oh welcome sir It was exactly the tone of his father and the friend fell at Baba's feet and voluntarily gave dakshina Kaka Mahajani's boss from Bombay came with little faith on Baba. Baba distributed grapes in the masjid. This man who could not spit the seeds in the masjid thought why the saint could not foresee his discomfort and pocketed the seeds. Again Baba gave the same grapes to all and surprisingly only this man got grapes without seeds. The man thought that now Baba should gain start again start distributing the grapes from jani immediately baba did accordingly again the man thought that baba should direct jani to return with him normally kaka was asked to stay minimum a week every time he came to shirdi 
Baba told Kaka to return with the boss. Then Kaka gave Dakshina to Sai Baba. Baba said that he asked the Dakshina only from those whom the fakir identifies and later they reap huge benefits. Kaka's boss also gave Dakshina and returned to Bombay as a devotee of Baba. A Kayastha caste gentleman from Bandra could not sleep as his dead father came in his dream every night and abused him. When he placed Baba's udi under his pillow and hung his photo on the wall over the bed, the torture stopped and he had sound sleep. Balaji was an ardent devotee of Baba. Every time after the harvest in his fields, he would place all the produce at the feet of Baba in the masjid and would take home only the quantity permitted by Baba. One day, an angry cobra came hissing in his cattle shed, threatening men and animal alike. Balaji placed a cup of milk in its front, remarked, Baba, why are you frightening like this? and sat before the cobra. The cobra quietly returned. Later, when the annual ceremony of this Balaji was celebrated and three times the people invited came for lunch, Balaji's mother scattered Udi on the food items and started serving nonchalantly. Not only the threefold crowd had sumptuous meal, but also a lot was left over in the vessels. Bow to Sri Sai, peace be to all. Chapter 36 Gentlemen from Goa, Mrs. Aurangabadkar Two gentlemen from Goa came to Masjid. When Baba sought Dakshina from one person, he refused the Dakshina volunteered by the other. Then he said that once he was very poor and prayed to God that if he got a job, he would give him the salary of the first month. He got a job for Rs. 15 and gradually it rose to Rs. 700. But he forgot the vow and as per his karma, he came to Masjid and the Masjid Ai asked for her money. Then he said, another, another story as if it was his own. I was staying once in a mansion by the seashore. The man in the house stole the Rs. 30,000 I had. I was then lying wailing in the portico of the mansion for 15 days. One fakir came along and told me to pray to a saint and take a vow to forego one food item of which I was very fond of until the lost money was restored. I prayed to that saint and eschewed taking rice. The thief brought back the money in full. When I came to the steamer which was full, the peon there who was unknown to me told the shipmaster that I was his relative and got me aboard. Then I reached the land, boarded the train and came to the masjid. While taking food, Shama told the gentleman that Baba never left Shirdi and never possessed Rs 30,000 and all the talk meant nothing to them. Then the two gentlemen with tears said that the two stories pertain to their own life and it was unbelievable that Baba knew every nuance of the events. Aurangabadkar was not blessed with children in his 27 years of married life and his wife pleaded to Shama to talk to Baba. 
After repeated pleas from Shama, Baba ordered the coconut brought by the lady be broke and directing that half be given to her, said that in 12 months from then she would bear a child. Shama, who had absolute faith in Baba's Baba swore, Mother, if you do not beget a child in 12 months, I will break a coconut on the head of this god and drive him away from the masjid. Lest let me not be called Shama. In 12 months time, the lady delivered a child and the grateful parents donated rupees 500 to build a shed for the horse Shyamakarna. Bow to Sri Sai. Peace be to all. Chapter 37 Chavadi Procession Baba slept alternatively in the Masjid and Chavadi. From December 10th, 1909, at Chavadi also, the ritual of night worship commenced regularly. When the turn for the Chavadi stay came, crowd would collect like a festival day. Masjid would be decorated with lights and festoons. People with various musical instruments would be stationed at different points and would be singing. The horse Shyamakarna, fully decorated and the beautiful chariot would be stationed along. Tatya would come at the appropriate time, place an embroidered shawl on his shoulders and help Baba to get up. Baba would start with his chatka, soli, etc. With Tatya on one side, Mahalsapati on the other and Jog holding the decorated umbrella. From behind, Baba would come to the steps of Masjid. The announcers would loudly announce his arrival. Thus would slowly start moving our Yogi Raja's bewitching procession. The procession would slowly wind its way while the sky being decorated with colorful fireworks and the heaven and earth being enchanted with music from instruments and Jai Gosha from the emotional devotees. It was a sight that gods would vie with each other to witness. Sometimes Mahalasapati would appear to be possessed and dance around. Kaka Dikshit would spread all round sandal and incense powder. Baba would make with his hand gestures the secret of which no one knew. On reaching Chavadi, Baba would be made to sit on a lovely cushion. Nimonkar would hold an umbrella over his head. Jog would do the ritualistic worship to his feet in the silver bezel. Nice sandal paste would be applied to his forehead. Many a crown of flowers would be brought and held above his head by the devotees. He would be adorned with the number of jewels. He would be fanned on either side. Then the chillam puffed by Baba would come around to one and all as a prasad. To the enchanting bears of auspicious instruments at the end, Jog would take the conventional arati. Everyone would get the prasad, prostrate before Sai and would depart. Baba himself would spread 50 to 60 white clothes and prepare his bed. Alas, those divine golden days have gone once for all. Let us recollect it in our mind every day before going to bed and get his blessings. Bow to Sri Sai. Peace be to all.
Baba feeding the devotees. When Baba decides to feed all, he would do everything from the scratch carefully himself. He would go to the shop for procuring things, grind wheat, pulverize masala items, etc. Sometimes he would prepare sweet rice puddings. Occasionally he even prepared non-vegetarian food. He would simply thrust his bare hand into the vessel when things were boiling to check whether the items had been cooked. His hand would remain unscathed by the boiling things. After 1910 this event stopped because the food brought by devotees for Baba was so much that it overflowed even after everyone including fakirs and beggars had their fill. Once Nana Chandorkar while coming to Shirdi skipped the Dattatreya temple on the banks of river Godavari as he wanted to avoid the holy man there to whom he had promised some donation when he came to baba and sat quietly baba angrily asked how he could do such a thing as skipping god on the way though he was in his association for long every day after the noon aarti Baba would sit straight in the nimbar and all would sit in rows on either side of him food would be served sumptuously one day after such a sumptuous meal baba gave a glassful of buttermilk to hamad pant and told him that he would not get such an opportunity again and hence he should drink it in full yes shortly after that baba attained mahasamadhi bow to shri sai peace be to all chapter 39 baba's knowledge in sanskrit one fine day when nana chandorkar was massaging baba's legs baba told nana that whatever he was muttering then could be uttered loudly Nana too recited that a song from Bhagavad Gita which was Tat vidhi pranipedana pari presnena sevaya upadekshanatinte jnanam jnaninah tatva darshinah He also gave the general meaning of it Baba told him to give him word by word meaning with its grammatical sense When Nana started giving meaning word by word Baba started his cross examination especially for Baba's queries on pranipade pariprasna and sevaya nana started struggling for counter explanation baba said instead of gnana wisdom agnana lack of wisdom also would perfectly suit the song then he asked why krishna who was a wise man himself asked arjuna to go to wise men Nana was dumbfounded then baba explained thus discipline disciple should ask guru the question to get knowledge and not corner the guru that is the difference between prashna and pariprashna one can use the word agnana because gnana is already with all only the agnana that gnana is not there should go He added that though Krishna was a wise man he told Arjuna to go to wise men to indicate that he and wise men are one on hearing this the illusion to nana and the rest that baba was ignorant of sanskrit was gone 
and Baba's true Vedic wisdom shone forth to them. Bhutti one day had a dream while sleeping in the Dikshit Vada that Baba directed him to build a vada or a mansion with a temple. The same dream at the same time occurred to Shama also. When both of them came to Masjid, Baba approved the proposal of Bhutti to build the vada. When the construction was on, Baba on his way to Lendi Garden would look intently at the building and say, After the temple work is over, we shall live there. We shall all meet together and celebrate happily. When the main hall was under construction, an order was given for the statue of Murlidhar to be installed there. But before the same came, Baba attained Mahasamadhi and as per his wish, he was laid to rest there and it is known today as the Samadhi Mandir. Bow to Shri Sai. Peace be to all. Chapter 40 Dio's Udhyapan Dio who was the mamlatdar of the hanu wanted to conduct an udhyapan thanksgiving ceremony on his completing a number of vows he wrote to baba inviting him baba said to jog write to him saying that if one invites me with his heart i rush to him i do not need any rail or aeroplane to go to places inform him that i you and one more will come to the function a few days before this a sanyasi from bengal came to dio at the hanu asking for donations for the protection of cows dio had told him to come after some time on the day of the function the sanyasi came in a horse drawn carriage with two others saying that he has come for food and not for the donation partook the food and went away Later Dio wrote to Shirdi complaining that Baba had cheated him by telling a lie that he would come to the function before the letter was opened Baba remarked I will give up my life then go back on my words I went with two persons but without recognizing me he thought that the sanyasi came to collect donations did not three of us come in time Dio was moved to tears at the kindness of Baba and stunned at the way Baba appeared as the Bengali sanyasi and two others. In 1917 on the day of the holy festival Baba appeared in the dream of Hemad Pant in Bandra and said that he was coming to his house for food. At noon when everyone sat for the meals the door was closed food was offered to Lord Krishna ghee was also served as a token for commencing the serving of food and there was a knock on the doors when opened hemad pant saw two muslim friends named ali muhammad and ismu mujawar standing with a big packet seeing all seated for food ali said sorry please carry on with your food this packet is yours i will tell the background later and went away giving the packet to hemad pant When opened Hemad Pant was thrilled as it was a big beautiful portrait of Sai Baba with tears in his eyes Hemad Pant installed the portrait in the middle of the room and offered meals to him the one who never forsakes his devotees bow to Sri Sai peace be to all <laughs>